This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. It is uh, Friday, 28 July, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Lead story on the South China Morning Post front page, which is the New York Times of Hong Kong and much of free Asia. Headline, Venture Capital to China Evaporates Amid Geopolitical Hostilities and Economic Uncertainties. China-focused VC funds down 54% just in one quarter. Uh, that is because of this audience. This is what we're talking about on Sequoia Capital. You've got to cut them off from American pension fund money and choke down the Chinese Communist Party. They cannot innovate unless they steal the technology and they have American capital. And this is now the South China Morning Post uh, concurring with one of the big efforts we have in taking down the CCP. Alex Jones, People, this Oppenheimer movie is a, is a massive hit. People are watching it. You know, going to it, young people, old people, um, and it's about what happened in, in Los Alamos, in in top in secret, to build uh, the atomic bomb. I would uh, posit, sir, and and being a follower of your uh, writings, your show, that uh, today in our weapons labs, and in university research labs, as it showed us during COVID. Uh, and in other places, like in mainland China, Ukraine, North Korea, South Korea, that there is far more going on than was even alluded to at these hearings the other day. Your thoughts? Well, you're absolutely right, Steve. And it's, it's in the mainline literature before COVID was released out of the Wuhan lab, I believe, on purpose, which was a new virus, was chimeric, was five viruses with the HIV delivery system, and was, was very infective and, and very toxic. Uh, but but still statistically not very deadly, less than 1% death rate if you got the therapeutics you needed, but they suppressed those. And the reason I start with that is I remember reading in mainline news articles and, and then going to the actual studies 15, 20 years ago, there was a big controversy in Australia when the Australian government at a university released the genetic code of a weaponized mousepox that killed 90 plus percent of the mice and they estimated would kill 90 plus percent of humans. And then they said, why did you put the design of it out so somebody else could then basically weaponize it? And their argument was, well, we have to know how to study this in case somebody does. Well, you could say that with, with mouse pox, but it, it's a, still a very thin argument. But when you have COVID-19 that's come out in emails from Peter Daszak and others that they already had the vaccine ready for, already had the sequences ready for a year before they released it, they created something that would take 50 million years of evolution. You're not going to have five different viruses from different parts of the world all thrown together and then, or, or some other terrorist group or government 
is going to make this exact weird zoological uh, chimeric virus that can jump into humans and then magically, oh, the Russians are going to release it or somebody else. So we've got to have this one in a trillion or, or even higher, they were saying, virus. So that's what's so preposterous about the bioweapon labs. And if you remember a year and a half ago, the Russians said, and I'm not defending their invasion, we invaded because these bioweapon labs. And the media said, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. You're crazy. But the people pulled up the Washington Post. Uh, from two years into Obama's administration, he was bragging about BioShield and expanding what George W. had done in these so-called bio uh, defense labs that are really weapons labs, and that there was activity going on here in the U.S. that colleges and level four facilities and, and the military, the U.S. military is on record saying, we're not going to touch that. That's too dangerous. Just like they rejected Bill Gates and Peter Daszak and Wuhan when they came to them saying, we want to release COVID-19 in these caves to stay on bats. And they said, that's a biological attack. That's that's treason. We're not going to do that. So they instead took it to Ukraine. And then what happened earlier this year? Uh, the U.S. ambassador over there that's been involved stirring all this up, she comes out and says to Congress, uh, yes, it's, it's true, Victoria Newland, it's true we do have these biodefense labs with level four and more weapons in them. So, so, Basically, COVID-19 is a new virus. It was meant to scare scientists when they saw it, but it's a dud, or it's it's like a missile with no payload or explosives in it or warhead in it. They've got things, from the information I've seen, that will kill at least 90-plus percent of humans that they come in contact with. Uh, Dick Cheney in Rebuilding America's Defenses PNAC document, September 2000, wrote that the U.S. was developing and others were developing race-specific weapons, and that now they can be specifically even subgroups of, say, the Slavs, uh, like the Russians, even down to that basic type, and, and then not hurt the Poles or others as bad, still you'd get some lateral damage. He said, now it makes it a legitimate weapon we should develop. So if Dick Cheney's telling you we should develop a race-specific bioweapon uh, in 2000, you better believe they already had it, and, and it's come out of South Africa that they were doing it, Israel's developed race-specific weapons. I mean, basically everybody's doing it, and so the denial that this is going on by the media and by government is just insane, and it really should stop. Like you said, this is to the 10th power. The Air Force came out about 16 years ago in San Francisco Chronicle at a press conference on purpose just to let the world know. And they said, yes, we've isolated it some antimatter. We really can't test it here because it might blow up the planet or the whole solar system. Kind of like an Oppenheimer, when it's a you know, true story, where they say there's less than a one and a half percent chance or half a percent chance that when we detonate this atomic bomb, it'll ignite the atmosphere uh, and kill everybody on Earth. Then later in Operation Fishbowl, in the late 50s and early 60s, they've detonated hundreds of high-powered hydrogen bombs in the upper atmosphere to see if they could light the atmosphere on fire. They had a higher probability then. So if you think these mad scientists in their race to be God were dangerous in the 50s and 60s, as you said perfectly, Steve Bannon, this is to the 10th power. And, and if the Air Force says they've isolated antimatter, you better believe they have. And again, you can't test that. You can't even mess with that except theoretically. And, and a lot of top scientists and physicists and quantum mechanics experts have said CERN is super dangerous. It can create a black hole, a strangelet. Uh, and again, that creates a super particle that sinks the center of the Earth, a strangelet. Uh, it then begins to gain mass, depending on the equation. It takes it maybe a year even start to gain mass, but as soon as it gains any mass, within a matter of minutes, the Earth is compacted into a black hole, uh, or or a you know, tiny I mass. Want you, 
I, I want your I want your thoughts on we start today on the semaphore lead story about Esper at the Aspen Security Conference saying there's a flat out right now, just like back in the late forties, a flat out uh, race on artificial intelligence between the Chinese Communist Party and the United States of America. He's saying to and to weaponize AI. He's saying it has to be the nation's number one priority to win that race. Your observations on that and the dangers of that, sir. Well, this is what I call the Atlantean moment. Plato wrote 2,300 years ago, the father of modern history and philosophy, that it did exist, that it was an island in the Atlantic that had some super technology that blew up and they had flying machines and there was an older civilization destroyed. I don't know if that's true, but I know that we have basically built the mythical Atlantis and we've now are still fallen sinners, more decadent than even our ancestors, given Promethean fire, Promethean power, and the triple threat of AI, biological weapons, and then obviously uh, nuclear weapons, hydrogen bombs, fission fusion, all of this, we're like satanic monkeys that have been given godlike power. And, and I agree, up and coming, the number one threat that's clear because they're deploying it, they haven't fully deployed bioweapons or, 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 or you know, next level hydrogen bombs that we know of because they're so dangerous. That's why they quit testing them. It wasn't just the radiation, but the theoretics idea that if you detonate enough, it might create another chain reaction that starts reacting with the regular elements and then the whole planet blows up. But with AI, AI is how it's trained, it's how it's, it's what it's given learning off of humans. And it's, it's what its mission is. And so if out of the gates, it's really all covertly a military operation to dominate all data and defeat the other AI, it's gonna break into all other systems, it, it's very incestuous, and it's, it's gonna be programmed for war up front and once you start the juggernaut rolling, it can't be turned around. And so in this race for this Promethean fire, which we already have, we may burn ourselves up. In fact, I think there's a very good chance of it. Like the Bible says, if God did not intervene, no flesh would be spared. And I think whether you're a, 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 a Christian Catholic or a Christian or a Orthodox Catholic or an Orthodox Jew, I don't care who you are, a Buddhist, whoever you are, a Muslim, if you look around at the world today, world government, cashless societies, uh, social credit scores, it's revelation coming true. So whether people believe in God or not, it's either real and God's real and warned us and it's happening, and that's what I know is true, or really evil people have said, gee, this horribly scary science fiction book written thousands of years ago would be a great plan for us. So either way, it's being manifest right now, and what you said is totally true. This is Manhattan Project to the power of the 10th level. I want to go... You have been accused of being the crazed uh, railhead of all these conspiracy theories. How did that hearing the other day, how far did that go towards validating the thinking of Alex Jones, sir? Well, I want to be clear. I've never taken ayahuasca. I've never seen little aliens and all the things that most people that take it see or DMT, but most people I know, including people in Delta Force and NASA and others who've invited me to go to actually a military facility in Sedona, Arizona, they wanted me to take it this July, but I didn't do it. But they say it's really helped them and they do see these entities. They're having these group events. They basically see it like they're astronauts and they're having group events where they're communicating with these different entities. And so I don't believe this, I've never seen it. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know if it's real. But there you see congressmen saying, well, what could these aliens be? And here's the so-called whistleblower saying, well, interdimensionals who are at a higher dimension invading from the fourth dimension 
expressing themselves as like a hologram in the third dimension. And I said that six years ago on Joe Rogan, and I said from my sources, going back to the 60s, the CIA and others have people like astronauts on IV drips of DMT staying in this for hours and hours. They made a movie back in the 80s too where they actually kill people for a few minutes so they can, can I go to the spiritual plane? That's really what these secret projects have been doing. This isn't me, it sounds crazy, but they believe they're mapping these dimensions. And just like you read in the old old books and in, in the Graham Grimoire and actual black magic books that are 500, 1,000 years old, 3,000 years old, back to Solomon, uh, wh whether you believe that or not, they would conjure these demons and take these drugs and do these sacrifices to get the demons to give them knowledge of technology or how to turn lead into gold. Now that's all, quote, uh, legend. And again, I'm just saying what, what the ancients said in every culture and now what inside the government and the people believe. Uh, because my mother had a friend who was a very serious research scientist who worked at a facility in San Francisco uh, and when I was a little kid, she would come to visit at least once a year. We go on road trips. So I'd be in the back of the Volkswagen bug while my mom and her friend, this doctor, were talking. And, and I didn't put all this together until later when I was reading some of the literature about it that, oh my gosh, I heard uh, you know, my mom's friend, who was one of the subdirectors of one of these outfits, a psychedelic research facility, doing this. So there's massive funding. And now the deep state wants to legitimize basically demons because let me tell you, God and the, and, the, and the angels don't intercess unless you want it and you're not on drugs when you see it. But if you study the lore, the legends, the, 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 these demons that work for this off-world fallen creature that's interdimensional, fourth dimension, but operates in like a sub-transmission zone that, that they're coming to, to, to try to manipulate humans and give people evil ideas of things to do and what to do, and that they give us knowledge of technology. So this sounds really out there, and, and but now you see them saying it in Congress. You look at Jack Parsons that founded NASA. He was an Aleister Crowleyite. He yep. was conjuring demons, he believed. Yep. So, so what I'm saying is we have a conjuring, devil cult. Conjuring demons. Exactly, a devil yep. cult. That, <laughs> look at the rituals at CERN, where they did the satanic rituals at night yep. when they opened CERN. The, so so the, it's not the, me, the, Alex the Jones, saying this. It's yeah. <laughs> no, no. Now they're valid. Alex, hang on for one second. I know you got to bounce. I just want to talk about the new book. He's absolutely right. Jack Parsons at the Jet Propulsion Lab, a conjurer of demons. He was the first to admit it. He wasn't shy about it. He wasn't hiring about it. He wasn't hiding it. He was a, a student of Alistair Crowley. Okay, short break. Uh, Alex on the other side with Rudy next. buying emergency food right now as tensions continue to escalate our fragile food supply chain will break again one shocking headline spreads panic like wildfire and grocery stores are empty within hours that means you really need a proper supply of emergency food on hand before not after before disaster strikes you'll breathe easier knowing you can feed your family in any crisis go to mypatriotsupply.com for your one-week emergency food supply. That's MyPatriot.com for your one-week emergency food supply. MyPatriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company with millions of happy, worry-free customers. It comes in a nifty ammo can 
that's loaded with delicious food. There's no skimping with these meals, offering over 2,000 calories per day. Don't skip the special $30 savings available this week only on the one-week emergency food supply. This week only, 30 bucks off. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Action, action, action. Use your agency. Take advantage of this special. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Alex, you've got a book. It's called The uh, The Great Awakening. Uh, give me a minute or two about this because uh, I know you got a punch. Well, I'm very honored to be here, and, I, and thanks for having me, Steve. Uh, we already had the number one best-selling book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, about what the globalists are doing. Uh, this book is also almost twice as long. It's almost 500 pages. I'm just finishing the book today. Uh, it's, it's going to the uh, you know, proofreader. People's been going back and forth. It'll be coming out in late August, so it'll be getting printed here in about two weeks. People can uh, pre-order it on Amazon.com. It's the only place it's available for pre-order. We want to push it again to number one. I have to say it was The War Room, even more than my show, that did push it for a few weeks off and on to number one. And it reached a lot of people and had a lot of the globalist quotes and kind of their plans. And uh, a great American patriot, probably the leading American patriot named Steve Bannon, has written the foreword uh, to no, the book. Stop so <laughs> stop. Uh, this is the... I had to. I, loved, the, I love, I love great... great re- <laughs> The reason I – just real quickly, this is a – so much we are doom and gloom. This actually lays the predicate for the next great American renaissance, does it not, sir? It does. Uh, the, the, the book's close to 500 pages. We may cut a few more, but it's, it, 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 it's a big book. And it, it, it gets into snapshots of how bad the evil people are, but actually shows what idiots they are in many ways once we're aware of them and challenge them. So the full title uh, basically deals with – Launch, uh, defeating the New World Order, defeating the globalist, and launching the Second Great Renaissance. And so it also plays off of some of the Christian Great Awakenings that have happened, the Great Awakening that uh, helped found this country that was led uh, by Christians and Catholics and others uh, that didn't want to be slaves to the crown. And so it really is a blueprint for victory, and it shows how far we've come, and it looks into AI, it looks into Jeffrey Epstein, or the fact that Epstein and Nygaard um, from the, all the evidence, we're really farming women to have uh, babies aborted so they can then suck their stem cells. Uh, and b- Because these rich men don't just want a regular stem cell. They want the stem cell of their child. They believe that's even more powerful. We actually have the documents and their own confessions that have gotten no attention for some reason in the book. Uh, Nygaard on TV said, I kill my kids and suck their juices and have them injected into me. So we go beyond what the general public knows and, and really show you the full horror of these people, but then point out how to defeat them. So uh, the book has a very optimistic okay. title, but I'd say it's yeah. it's 60% exposing the globalist, 40% the solution, but really it's about family and God and country and saying no, what your Perfect. earlier amazing guest uh, Liz Wheeler was saying. Yeah. Last thing, I just want to make sure I got this right before I leave. By the way, Great Awakening, go to Amazon right now. Let's drive this book to number one. Um, I just want to make sure I got this. And not to name names, but people have been inviting you out. What are the, these? Just give me a minute. These, these group things, are, is it about taking hallucinogenics and then connecting with people that are not biological humans? Is that what I'm led to believe by what you're telling me? 
Yes, uh, and, and I think these people mean well because this is like the third phase. They did beta. Well, it's come out that the owner of Time Life Books and the rich Eastern elite in the 50s and 60s and 70s, they were all on hallucinogens. They decided to roll LSD out to the public. So the entire 60s counterculture counter revolution was them. And so now they have rolled out DMT, ayahuasca, all these super powerful hallucinogens where you're not even conscious. I mean, you're in full visual, full, you know, whole other planet. Uh, with the ayahuasca, about 12 hours or longer. Uh, with the DMT, about five minutes. And I had a lot of groups approach me. Some meant well, some others didn't. I mean, I can't speak to motive. But when I had it described to me, the latest stuff, but like, hey, there's astronauts there and there's these people there. And these are famous military leaders. I mean, famous people. They're like, Alex, we know you got a drinking problem sometimes and you know you've been through a lot. This will be a total reset. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to you know, have you yeah. come to this facility. And uh, I mean, it's yeah. done with doctors and they give you these pills and then more pills and yeah. they give you an injection. And then they say, and then you'll be like 20 years younger and no more problems and you're just gonna be a new man. And my point is, is that wow. that's the level of stuff they've got. And yes, you, you said it during the break. That sounds like MK Ultra. I'm not accusing them of that, but, but this is the... Yeah. rolling it out to the entire no. public. And you see it in the New York Times. Oh, yeah. hallucinogens are the answer for young people and depression and PTSD. Yeah. So they're no. just rolling it out. But, but, but the, yes. This is why, they're, this is why they're, pu they're pushing this mental health thing. Listen, you start conjuring demons, you don't know where this ends up. You start conjuring demons, you do not know where this ends up. And, and the majority of people that take... Yes, the majority of people that take DMT yep. or ayahuasca see most common is little elves... They can pull their mask off under demons, uh, fractal spaceships, and giant praying mantises, uh, and and creatures with horns. Yep. And and I've talked to people that are involved in this. They'll have 30, 40 people taking it, and they're seeing the same aliens. So the veil is lifted, and they're talking to demons. Uh, that's what yep. Christians would call it. Yep. Alex, we got to bounce. How do people get to your show now since they're trying to shut you down everywhere? Where do they, where do they go? They can find The Forbidden Show at Infowars.com forward slash show, Infowars.com. They can find all the archives and the live show and all our other great hosts and people at band.video. And uh, you're the best, and I hope everybody will join me there. I'm live in about 25 minutes. You're the only other, or 30 minutes, you're the only guy that works as hard as I do. Steve Mannon, thanks for having me on. No. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Fantastic monologue. Thank you. From the sublime to the less sublime, Rudy Giuliani. Uh... Are you saying the 2020 election wasn't stolen? Or, and are you saying there was no, no nothing happened in Georgia? Because this, this is the mainstream media. I got my brother Rudy, and all I'm hearing is Rudy surrendered. Rudy, the Biden's legitimate president. Uh, what's going on? I surrender. I surrender. What a bunch of crap. I mean, the, the reality is, Steve, I don't even react to it anymore. I woke up the other morning, and I read that I had admitted that I lied, and that I was cooperating against uh, Trump. Uh, neither of those are anywhere near the truth. Yeah, uh, the Rudy, fli Rudy flipped. Rudy, Rudy flipped. I, Rudy I, I flipped. flipped. I mean, I'm, I'm too Rudy, old to flip. Rudy flipped. I can't flip anymore. Maybe when I was younger, but the way they define flipping, here's what I did, and this is, of course, uh, impossible for them to understand. I told the truth. And if you consider that I... I did answer the questions I could that weren't privileged. And I revealed a picture in which neither Donald Trump nor I 
nor any of the people working for him committed anything close to a crime. Well, that's what I did. And then second, with regard to admitting that I lied, I entered a stipulation in the case in order to take those issues out of the case so we could focus on the legal issues that can get decided by a judge. I didn't admit them. I didn't deny them. It's a very typical stipulation that you enter into in litigation where you take certain issues out. Neither side uh, admits or denies them. So you can move on to, in my case, uh, did I have proper support for what I was saying? I did. And number two, did they violate my First Amendment rights? Which they did. And that's what we want the case decided on. Because otherwise, we go before a Washington jury and we'll have no chance. So we want it decided by a court, which we can then take up to the D.C. Circuit and the Supreme Court. And at least we have a fair chance. I just want to reiterate this then. Um, you're not saying there was no uh, voter fraud in the 2020 election, correct? Nowhere. In fact, that, that's not even involved. The only thing involved is, okay. uh, did I make the statement about the two women who were messing around with the ballots, uh, you know, under the, under the table with the uh, blanket over it after they threw the people out? Did I make those statements? Uh, and uh, do I want to litigate that? The answer to that is, I don't want to litigate it. And I don't admit okay. that they're true or false. I just get them out of the case. Right. It's and, uh, done all the time in, second, in litigation. And it's in no way in, an in the second question. Of yeah. In fact, it says we that right in the agreement. You, but the second one. Fine, but they didn't show the agreement. They're just, they're just hammering you. The of second thing is MSNBC all the day long. The same thing they did with uh, all, all trial, by, <laughs> trial by combat, which got thrown out. Exactly. All, all, by, all, all day long in MSNBC, they're telling me that Rudy's flipped. You can tell Rudy's flipped on, on President Trump. Your comments, sir. Well, totally nuts. I mean, I, I told the truth about what happened, and the truth is that he did nothing wrong. And I, the way they define flipping, it's becoming uh, a witness against the defendant. I am not. I'm a witness, in fact, for the defendant because I support the fact that what he did was perfectly legal. Even the areas that I couldn't answer because of attorney-client privilege. I did indicate generally that if I was relieved of the privilege, I'm just going to give you yeah. uh, exculpatory testimony, so don't bother. I mean, I'm just going to tell you that he's innocent. Yeah. Yeah. And they haven't bothered. Yeah. R Rudy, how did they get to your radio show? How do we get to the content? How do we get to the incredible show you co-host with Dr. Maria Ryan? Where do they go to all your show on Getter? Where do they go to all, for all of it? Well, you can get me on wabcradio.com. Uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon, all over the world. Uh, 10 o'clock on Sunday uh, with, Dr. with Dr. Maria. And then you can get me every night, 8 o'clock, on a group of social media platforms, including Getter, where I am on 8 o'clock every single night. You can call in. And, I, and that one is going like gangbusters, Steve. We're just adding people. Yeah, no. You know the uh, the the, uh, the, te the text and the video that I put out explaining what I just said to you has gone over six hundred thousand yeah. people so far. No, it's unbelievable. People need to hear the world words. Rudy, thank you so much for making it clear. The audience yeah. loves it. We're going to push it out hard. Thank you, Patriot. Nothing's true with the mainstream media. Thank you, America's Mayor, one of the greatest living Americans, Hank Williams Sr. The pale horse in his rider takes us out. Short commercial break. Congressman Nancy Mace 
in the house next. By the deeds you have done on that judgment day, you'll weep and you'll cry when the pale horse and his rider goes by. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Intelligent extraterrestrials. Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, Okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. (laughs) Um, If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness? Like, how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay, so, and, and you may or may not be able to answer my last question, and maybe we get into a skiff at the next hearing that we have, but who in the government either, what agency, sub-agency, what contractors, who should be called into the next hearing about UAPs, either in a public setting or even in a private setting? And, and you probably can't name names, but what agencies or organizations, contractors, et cetera, do we need to call in to get these questions answered, whether it's about funding, what programs are happening, and what's out there? I can give you a specific cooperative and hostile witness list of specific individuals uh, that were in those. And, and how soon can we get that list? I'm happy to provide that to you after the hearing. Super, thank you, and I yield back. Okay, we would have so much in, in normal times to be able to discuss today, President Trump, two tiers of, 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 uh, of justice, all of it. But we got to get to the heart of the matter. And this hearing, I think, is the most important hearing in the history of the modern Congress. 
And if you have no interest in UFOs and no interest in aliens, I have no problem with that. I don't really have a big interest in it either. That's not what this is about. This is about something far deeper that we've talked about for a long time. The consent of the govern and who actually governs this country and what information has flowed back. Nancy Mace joins us. Congressman Mace, I just have a, you, um, you've played by the rules. I mean, you're a rebel and you're, you're a little bit Did, of a Have I played by the well, rules? Well, <laughs> my point That's is because, debate. No, 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 because yeah. you went to the Citadel, you're now a congressman. I mean, you're not a total revolutionary. Mm-hmm. You're sitting in that hearing and you're gobsmacked by the answers. Speechless. 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 My point is, you're someone from the system, Mm -hmm. and you're asking a question in the Cartesian kind of rationality and looking for a rational, give me something that's rational, Mm -hmm. and the guy basically answered your question by saying there was what, a non-biologic entity, non-human biologic, Mm -hmm. that was the driver of the alien craft. Did did he not? Right. And I and I was speechless when I asked that question. And then how do you come back from that? What do you what do you ask or you say when somebody says that? It's one thing for him to go on and do an interview in the media. But this is a former intelligence officer, a retired colonel, and someone who under oath under oath to answer our questions. So he's made these statements, defining statements, defining moments in the history of Congress under Oath, and I was I was speechless. I didn't even know what to, I, I didn't even know what to ask at that point. But I was like, human or non-human? I guess is the next logical question, and he answered it. But it's very important. Number one, we're getting we're getting that list of names and agencies from him. I think that's really important as a next step on what private contractors have been involved in. But why would this, you have to? This is what's mm-hmm. so shocking. Why did you even have to ask that question? What was so stunning about this is that. Not only is there no oversight, they don't believe yeah. in the concept of oversight. They don't think yeah. that you have, as a representative of your district and therefore the American people. Have a right to know. You don't have a right to First off, mm-hmm. not only do you have a right to know, that you are not cleared for the information to mm-hmm. be able to handle it. And number two, and even the funding and how this thing is, is forward, you have no say-so in that either, yeah. which is supposed to be the bedrock of oversight of the reason the founders set up the house. Yeah control the money, yeah. right, and have the oversight of the executive branch. That's right. Here, the executive branch, it's not the, it's not the 3,000 political appointees or the 1,000 Senate confirmed. They're just passing through, too. This is a yeah. permanent, this is a permanent administrative and deep state that told you guys the other day, at be- and these are the whistleblowers, these are the good guys, at mm-hmm. best, we might be able to show you a little leg in a skiff in a highly classified setting. Am I incorrect on any no, of that? No, you're correct. And it's not about little green men. That's not what this is about. This is about the government, and you can't trust the government or institutions if they're willing to hide information from you. You deserve the right to know what assets we have. Congress also, we have the right to know. The people have the right to know, and this is a a much bigger issue than Little Green Men. This is about the misappropriation of your tax dollars of funding. Where is it going? Who's paying for it? How much is it? And whose pocket is it in? Um, This is about technology this is about national security this is about you know is non-human does that mean ai are we that advanced with ai like this well, we said is a non-human biologic yeah what, what, what does that be, mean would it be something that your constituents would want to know down in south carolina if there were actually alien beings that we had had for many decades in the u.s government had, oh, would, that, I, I would got, that be something that the hard-working folks down there that have patriots served our nation is that something they should know i've gotten more constituent messages on this 
UAP hearing than about my prayer breakfast. <laughs> so um, it is the number one thing, not just in South this Carolina. Is a PG rated show, I, it's so a PG rated joke. It was a PG rated joke. Hannity can go there. We can't go I there. I know, but you know, my past. Everybody laughed. We were on the floor. But this is this is much more. Even my kids were sending me videos about the hearing. Uh, it is it has trickled down to our younger generation. What, what are your constituents saying? Uh, well, they just they want to know the truth. They want to know how much money's been spent. They want to know why so much has been hidden. And I want that list of hostile witnesses. I would like to talk to people and ask, well, what are these programs? What are we spending money on? What do we have? What's the technology? Because we mentioned earlier, there's an arms AI arms race with China. Is this our technology? The other thing that's really missing this conversation is the energy. If things can defy gravity and defy physics, do we have possession of that energy? That's a very powerful tool. There are just a lot of technological questions, too, where I think we deserve. I know. I don't think we know that we at, deserve At the a minimum... And I understand the House Intelligence was not particularly helpful in this, but at a minimum, should shouldn't the gang, at least in nineteen seventy two or seventy three, shouldn't the Gang of Eight been informed of all of this? At a bare at a bare minimum. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. And if and the, the appropriate oversight committee in classified settings should have known about all of it. A hundred percent. No doubt. There's no reason to hide there's, it. There's no. You're saying there's no security clearance nonsense about hiding the information from members of Congress that are cleared and sitting on those Yeah, and American people are resilient. We can take it. I know pilots in my own family who have seen things that are unexplainable. And the other thing that it was missed also in the media coverage is that 95% of our pilots don't go on to report what they see because they're worried about their careers. They're worried about retribution. They're worried about losing their jobs. They're worried about not getting promoted. And these are, if you're flying a fast, high-speed jet, you are very smart. You are very capable. You're not making this stuff up. When you go into for the next meetings, because Gates and you kind of laid it out, you've got to go for a classified version, mm-hmm. which I don't think is right. But hey, if you got to do it, you got to do it. What is the outcomes? What are you hoping to achieve in this process? And how far is Nancy Mace prepared to go? Not simply to get the truth, but then to have the American people share in that truth. Well, we one we've got to know what's actually going on and corroborate what these witnesses said in the hearing, which was. Explosive. We need to corroborate from other witnesses, hostile and friendly, what we have. We need to figure out what are the programs, how much money is being invested, how advanced is our technology or our adversaries or where this is coming from, those kinds of things. It's very important that we shed light on what's actually happening in the shadows of government. We talked about this before I came on air, the movie Oppenheimer. If you haven't seen it, I would highly encourage everyone to sit down for three hours and watch it. But one of my, I think, most uh, insightful quotes from that movie, I believe it was Robert Downey Jr.'s character, and one of the scenes, he said, amateurs chase the sun and get burned, but power stays in the shadows. We don't need to have this, uh, uh, the, the government hiding in the shadows, doing things behind the back of Congress or the ba- backs of the American people. We ought to have when, when all, you, this, at our, all when, this information at our fingertips. When you say that, mm-hmm. in the shadows was in that hearing, mm-hmm. and those are whistleblowers, the good guys, and they were telling you the shadows don't think they report to you, have no interest in reporting to you, mm-hmm. and quite frankly, will not report to you. So what? It, what it, understand, they're just not going to sit there and go, oh, Nancy Mace from South Carolina is interested in finding out. Do you honestly believe that they're going to, just like when Trump won in 16, oh, they're going to toss the keys to you and you're going to run things now? Do you believe that's going to happen? And if not then what is Nancy Mace prepared to do about it? Well, it's important that we have folks with strong uh, strong backs and strong minds that are willing to go the distance to get the answers. And it's not going to be easy, but it's going to have to, it won't happen in a public setting. It'll happen in a skiff, if it happens at all, which is why the follow-up from this, having more hearings, 
getting the list of witnesses who can corroborate the information, talk about, get us information about the programs that are happening, um, you know, so we can confirm what is actually going on and be able to share that with the American people is a whole nother story. That's a whole nother fight. Having seen the movie, having seen the movie and you got Esper on Semaphore, we had it up in the first block, saying we're in an outright arms race right now with China on AI. Mm -hmm. Knowing that that is to the 10th power more dangerous and deadly then what Oppenheimer and them were working on in mm-hmm. the atomic and subatomic physics. What warning do you have to the American people about this race with artificial intelligence and where it may end up going? Well, it's happening. Uh, it absolutely is happening. And what I'm seeing of our own government, China is only one or two years behind us. That is what's so scary about the technology is once they have it, what are they going to do about it? And we have guys up here on the Hill that don't know how to log into Facebook that are expected to make decisions on how we move forward on AI. Steve Bannon has said for years that the Chinese Communist Party is an existential threat to the United States. Yes. Donald Trump says, I disagree with Steve Bannon. I think the administrative state and the deep state are the existential threat to the United States. Do you feel comfort in that arms race that the people that refuse to give you the information on the UFO situation are the people in these weapons labs that are driving the artificial intelligence? Is it? Is it a fact that us winning that that arms race is a good thing? Well, we have to win the arms race. I mean, we, we have to beat China in this endeavor. Do I trust that our leadership in the administration or the bureaucracy that exists today have the wherewithal to do it? No, I do not. In fact, I just got out of a classified briefing. Obviously, I can't talk about it. But I came away with the sense that we're not prepared to win the AI arms race at the government level. If we don't Whoa, change the do way... Mean, what do you mean by that? Well, the, the kind of technology that's out there that we're not utilizing um, to ensure that we stay ahead of China. And, um, you know, I, I am very much in the AI and cybersecurity space. I chair the, the Cybersecurity Committee on Subcommittee on Oversight. Very knowledgeable about some of these As, things. But, and with your classification, mm-hmm. do you what percentage of what is actually going on in this government today in cyber and AI do you, Nancy Mace, think that they give you as far as information? Oh, no. 60%, 80%, 5%, 90%. 10%. I mean, you know, we half of what You're we get... You're dropping a bomb ha- here, I know, baby. That's a truth bomb. Get, Stop. Yeah. You chair it, and you didn't come... You didn't wander off the playing field yesterday. Yeah. You're saying... Oh, you, bare oh, minimum. 5%. Oh, yeah, bare minimum. Bare minimum. And it's not... When we're up here, when we go into a class, we go into a SCIF, half of what they give us is open source, is what you can read in the media. It's not classified. It's really not till I travel overseas and I talk to commanders and leaders in other parts of the world in another classified setting where I get the real information about what's really going on because they hide so much from us in Congress and they that, laugh at us but, when they do it. They okay, think it's... Okay, but isn't that... Isn't that... That's untenable. Yeah. At 5%, you're saying you believe you have on top of 5% of what they've actually gone on, and, and yet we're funding it every year. You think uh-huh. 5%? Yeah, I just it's crazy to me, the information we get. It's, it's non-existent. Half of what we get isn't even possible. Short break. We're going to go out with Hank Williams Sr. We're going to come back. we got Congressman Nancy Mason, who's truth-bombing us today here in the war room. Back in a moment. When the Savior
imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens Better Health Promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better I offer you a choice, a choice between two worlds. Will you take the blue pill and continue living in a world where a corrupt few control everything? Or will you take the red pill and join us? What the elites don't want you to know is that there are 200,000 open committee man seats in the Republican Party. These party members are the ones who determine the future of the GOP. Let's take our country back, one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now. Precinctstrategy.com, make sure you go there. Take over the Republican Party with working class, middle class folks. They're the activists that make up the show. We're pressed for time. Uh, we'd love to get you back on by Skype. We know you're leaving town like everybody is. Um, you just dropped a bomb. I just want to make sure I understand this. You chair a subcommittee mm-hmm. on cyber security, and you chair it. It has artificial intelligence and all that. And you believe, and you're no wilting flower. No, I'm no shrinking violet. You're no shrinking violet. <laughs> you believe that you they only give you at max 5 or 10% of what's really going on. Yeah, I literally just walk out of a skiff. I just had a classified briefing by a number of three-letter agencies. And I would tell you, we got 5% of what we got was classified in that meeting. I mean, the vast majority of what we get in the skiff isn't even classified. It's what you could Google, what you could look up in open source uh, sources and information and media reports that anybody can get. I mean, they, they you know, the frustration is it's it's mocking our ability, mocking our positions to have oversight on these government bureaucrats who can get away with just about anything and have no one hold them accountable. How can you have problem. consent of the governed yeah. if, in fact, the apparatus will not give the people's representatives yeah. that information? Yeah, it's hard. You can't have government accountability. I had, I had a lot of things happen on Wednesday, including the UAP hearing, but the hearing I had on oversight right after that, we had a government bureaucrat, and I was sitting in the chair. It was my cybersecurity committee. I ended up cursing him out from the chair in my closing remarks because he was laughing at me at his unwillingness or inability or ignorance. to. He wouldn't answer any questions. 
He just sat there and said, well, I don't have the answer. I've got to give it to my higher-ups because my witness wouldn't show up. They didn't have the documents I asked for, and what I got was completely redacted. And they mock us, and they laugh at us, and they think we're stupid. And that means they think the taxpayer is stupid. So I got a little randy from the little racy yeah. from the, the chair the other day because I was angry that they were mocking us. What's your social media? How do they get to your website? NancyMace.org. We'll have you back on a longer segment yeah. when we get down on this. Um, yeah. I know there's a lot to go through on the Biden and all that, and the SARS reports, and the human trafficking, the women's trafficking. I want to spend appropriate time. I don't cram it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Prostitution rings. All that. No doubt. Yeah. Trafficking of of women for sex. Mm -hmm. Millions of dollars spent on it. Millions Millions of dollars. Millions. By uh, Hunter Biden. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll get you back on. We explode. You already dropped enough truth bombs today, <laughs> Congressman Bates. Thank, thank you so you. much for thank for you. joining us, Mike Lindell. You heard the uh, the chairman of the subcommittee on cybersecurity. I know it's been a big issue for you. Talk to me about the election summit, sir. Well, it's very exciting. We've been meeting uh, for the last six hours, 18 hours a day, getting ready for this, everybody. It's going to be better than you could ever imagine. Remember, we're announcing a plan that's never been done before, and it secures our elections overnight. It's never even been thought of before. I need every one of you out there. The only way this doesn't work is if we don't have millions of people watching this. We have to beat the media. We have to get the word out. So you can get ahead of it right now to go to lindellevent.com right there. Get signed up to get it streamed for you for free. And if you go there right now, you get a $20 online gift emailed to you immediately. Mike, real quickly, just a minute on this. Nancy Bates just tells us she chairs the Committee on Cyber and the, and the bureaucrats blow her off. How are you going to be able to get to the bottom of, because your big thing with the machines is all this cyber and cyber warfare. How are you going to get to the bottom of it, brother? Well, the, this is a two-day event. The second day we're going to announce all of this. And we don't need... The God, you know, remember, this is like back in with Al Capone, where he had the he had the government in his pocket, he had the he had the judges, he had the police, he had the media, he had all this. So they came at him from a different angle. Steve, when we announce this plan, everyone's going to go, "Wow, this is amazing." We don't need our government, we don't need the judges, we don't need all this stuff. And by the way, everybody, it is legal, and uh, it's going to be amazing. Wow. I can't wait. Wow. I'm lo- I'm looking forward to every. This has to be heard around the world, everybody. Lindell event. Uh, Mike, tell me about uh, the 20th anniversary, and particularly the 20th anniversary pillow. People are raving about this thing. Yeah, everybody, we're so grateful for all of you out there. You go to MyPillow.com, use that promo code WARROOM, and we have the the, the anniversary pillow for 1998. This, uh, this is what we have, the MyPillow, the king size for $10 more. And everybody, if you do, I did this yesterday for everybody on War Room. If you come even to check out our website with our kitchen towels, all these other things we have now, we have over 200 products. Just for coming there right now, I will send you a $20 free gift. Uh, You'll see that right when you get to the website. It will pop up, and you'll get it immediately. Mike Lindell, brother, thank you so much for coming on the election summit. Every day we're going to be hitting it. Thank you, brother. We're going to be driving these this audience. Millions of people are going to watch it. Mike Lindell, the great. Thank you. Okay. Uh, make sure you go to Home Title Lock, Cyber. Make sure no one is taking out a second mortgage on your home, one of these hard money lenders, with either the KGB, the CCP, or one of these groups from overseas. Just go to HomeTitleLock.com now. Just check it out. Get that off your list. Do some homework over the weekend. Make sure you check this out. Charlie Kirk is next. Jack Basovic's after that. We're back five to seven. Want to lead you in a celebration of American music. From the book of Revelation, 
Hank Williams Sr., the pale horse, and his rider. Charlie Kirk is next on Real America's Voice. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. 
You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.